Amen, amen, amen. Good morning with the Anointed Radio Show this morning. And one thing I wanted to just start off, like always, one thing I wanted to start off, one thing I wanted to start off, like always, is with a square, uh, prayer and a scripture. Amen? Amen. And today we're going to be coming out of 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18. And it says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So what it meant is that despite of what you're going through, despite of the things that's happening around your life and the things that you might not understand, you got to still give God thanks for the process for the failure for the issues you might have went through for all the things that if you really think about it might have not went your way but because God saved you kept you healed you brought you through provided for you you can't not say yes I, I thank you yes I will praise you Yes, I I believe that you have the best interest for my life. So you just got to be thankful despite everything that you go through. Amen. Amen. Yes. Dear Father, thank you, Lord. Thank you for letting us go through the holiday week. Thank you for all the things that you're you're doing right now, God. Doing in our lives, the things that you've delivered us from the things that you're helping us with. And God, we just got to come to you, Lord, and ask you for the most up praise, God. God, we just thank you for everything that you're doing. We thank you right now for all the things that's coming up, God. So God, right now, we just want you to come through, bless us from the top of our head to the sole of our feet. And God, we just thank you. Thank you for the things that we haven't seen coming to manifest the things that we've prayed for that is coming our way and we just want to be thankful even if it's not what we think it should be we just want to be thankful God God I just thank you I love you I praise you God protect everybody from hurt harm and danger that's heading to church and their ministries this morning bless everybody that's waking up bless everybody that is just turning on this app and listening to our voices God, we just thank you for our families, our friends, our fa- uh, our children, and us being able to fellowship this week on Thanksgiving. And I say that all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 So, amen. So what we're going to go ahead and do <coughs> is go into our intros. And we have new. People in the building. <laughs> Y'all supposed to be excited. Y'all so dry in the morning. <laughs> woo, woo. <clears throat> anyway, this is Pastor Jay. Like always, you can find me at Instagram at official underscore Jaylon. 
That's Jaylon, not Jaylin. Jaylon, J-A-Y-L-O-N dot Calhoun, C-A-L-H-O-U-N. That's the name my mama gave me. Nobody could really steal that. So go ahead and check me out, or you can see me on Facebook at Pastor Jaylon Calhoun. Um, and I had something to say, but I forgot what I was going to say, so it don't matter. So go ahead and go into the next person. Good morning, everyone. It's Lady AJ. It's been a minute. She's back. Woo! <laughs> Yes, I'm back. <laughs> I missed you guys, back. though. You yeah, right? I missed you, really. And uh, feel free to drop me a line at ladyaj2020 at gmail.com. And this is Coach Hill. You can find me on Instagram at 910coach. Remember, patience is a talent that a lot of people don't have. And I want to say congratulations to Juanita and Chad on a wedding that I attended yesterday oh. in California. I love congratulations, y'all. I didn't get to speak on the mic. But <laughs> guess what? There's a mic in front of me now. Say it. So I just want to let you know, uh, Chad, you got a wife that will support you. She she got some of the same characteristics that my wife have, and uh, we love you. Amen. Welcome to the family. And then we got a special announcement today. We have in the building our new DJ. Hey. Yay. Hey. Good morning, everybody. Morning. Good morning. Thank you guys for having me. You know we have DJ Mikey VIP. Yeah. He he the VIP of Las Vegas, y'all. Voice of Vegas. Okay. So go ahead. We he we got him in the studio. We we juice and excited for our new addition onto the yeah. team. Yeah. Um, and we have another special person in the building, an in studio person. You know, I praise God, he's here. He's always in a suit. I don't know how he be always in a suit. He I'm looks like, very nice. Too. You can't catch him without a suit. <laughs> like I don't be understanding it. Even at work. We so if y'all don't know who we have in the building, we have. Mr. Ruben De Silva. Yay! How's everybody doing today? <laughs> Thank you for having me. Today. And I, I, I don't know, always wear a suit. I have a tie on, maybe, but I don't know about a suit. You always got a jacket, <laughs> some dress. I, I it's like you go to church you. every day. I got dressed up for I'm, you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm look good for y'all. Well, <laughs> woke up extra early, but the suit that's on. why I ain't got a suit. Got them all. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. So we definitely thank you for coming in the building. Um, we'll be going into his interview um, at 7.30. But one thing I wanted to go ahead and talk about is what? being thankful. You know, just right quick, oh, I wanted yeah. to just talk about being thankful. And one thing that you have to really think about is are you really thankful for the basics? Mm. You know, a lot of people are thankful for it if they get those big things. They're thankful for a minute at least. It's just like kids, you know. Kids get that big toy they ask for Christmas, you know that mom, and you know that day that mama wear that, you know, got that cup and got her mouth all smirked up because she said she wasn't gonna get it in the first place, and then she'd be like, "Oh yeah, go open it up." And it's the thing, yeah, you happy for a minute, but it don't last. Right. You got to be appreciative. You got to be thankful for what you already have, and just in the spirit of Thanksgiving, despite if you got two dollars. Or a thousand dollars. Be thankful of everything you got, and thankful that you're still here. Because if you here, closed in your right mind, and got health and everything like that, you blessed. Amen. Amen. You know, I was looking at something that's crazy. It was a guy in a wheelchair, and he was looking at a guy on a bike uh, at the bus stop, and he said, "I wish I could walk like him." Mm. The guy on the bus stop was looking at a person on a bike, and was like, "I wish I could uh, get that bike." Mm. And that person on the bike was looking at the person in the car, and was like, "Man, I wish I had." got enough for a car and the person in the car was looking at a newer car and was like man i wish i could get that luxury car 
from everybody's perspective, they're looking at, oh, how somebody else is so lucky, but they're not appreciating what they already right. got. So I just say, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, be thankful. And yeah, that's really it. Do we have uh, any announcements from the Golden Knights? Well, you know, they they have so much going on. And uh, it's, uh, I'm not prepared. <laughs> they won last night. <laughs> well, they won uh, last night. That's six, one thing. <laughs> and they're having a gala coming up, everybody. That would be a helping for a fundraiser, a gala in January. So definitely look out for the Golden Knights uh, gala that will be happening in January. Um, I know they're doing like donate coats and a lot of charitable events on there. Check out our Facebook page. Okay. Check out our Facebook page. And we will have <laughs> the press release from the Golden Knights so you can kind of be more involved in what they're doing in the community, who can help support and things like that. But like I would like to say, go Knights go because they sponsor me. Mm. But we're going to go ahead and go into the mix. We're going to have DJ Mikey VIP. VIP. Yeah, that was dope. He about to go ahead and go into the turn. And then at 7.30-ish, we'll be going into interview. See y'all later. Ha <laughs> ha! 
some stuff now yeah. You feel like giving up now Your spot is tough now But how can you learn if you don't fall? Uh -huh. How can you walk at first you don't crawl? Uh -huh. But through it all you keep blessing me yeah. While they pressing me right. And they testing me yeah. They keep stressing me right. Because they never heard a preacher flow what? Show, yeah. go, what? no
working. Yeah, any type of situation, he working. Yeah, I don't have no doubt. Boy, working, 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 working. Yeah. <laughs> 
promise to move it Show me a valley, I'll walk right through it I ain't worried No matter what is thrown at me Give me a hurdle, I'll jump right over Like a game of limbo, I get down lower I
And amen, amen, amen. How you, how you doing? We living my best life. Hey, that's the gospel version of living my best life. Hey, I can't say the rest of that song on our show. Amen. That's so little <laughs> that's a little Duval, but you know, we live in our best life. That was like the diet version of his song. You know, <laughs> it ain't got the worldly can't words on there that we can't say. So um, it is a great honor, first of all, to say I have one of my coworkers, um, good friend here in the building, Mr. Ruben De Silva. Everybody welcome Mr. Ruben De Silva. Hey. Uh, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Pastor Jay. You know, it is crazy. We work at um, Rancho High School together. We we help those kids that need help and and mentor and and guide. You know, because these a lot of kids just need mentorship. They don't need to be yelled at. They don't need right. to be dictated to. It's just mostly they need someone to talk to and someone to give good advice. So I definitely think uh, Mr. Ruben De Silva does a great job at that. He actually just won an award as an educator and being. Um, a veteran as well. Wow. Yeah, I get That's I get great. those emails. I, I just be reading them. <laughs> I don't respond back to emails at work. So, but definitely congratulations to that. He, if you didn't know, he ran for Congress. So. That's very impressive. He's, he's doing a lot. He, 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 yeah. I found somebody that matches all the different hats like I be doing. Like, that's crazy. And then now we have a special announcement, y'all. And we're going to go ahead and let Mr. Ruben De Silva go ahead and talk about this special announcement of what's coming up soon. Yeah, this is so crazy because this all happened in the last couple of days. I didn't even expect to be speaking about this here on the uh, radio show this morning. But first of all, thank you so much for having me. Amen. It's a blessing Amen. to be here uh, in, in all of your presence. Mm. Uh, but uh, I, I uh, will be uh, uh, putting an application for the open Senate seat, Senate District 11, which was just vacated by our new Attorney General, Aaron wow. Ford. Amen. So, uh, That's that, beautiful. Yeah, I'll be doing that today. So this is actually my first public statement. Oh wow! On, on the matter, first That's public right statement here, on here. Radio. exclusive on Anointed <laughs> Radio. That's right. You heard it first. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it first. You heard it first. That's, That's right. very exciting. Mm -hmm. I, am, very I exciting. am excited about it. You know, uh, as uh, Jay mentioned here, you know, uh, I've always looked at teaching, uh, serving in office, uh, serving on community organizations boards, uh, just being a volunteer out there for the many charitable causes as a, as a way of giving back and a way. Right. Of, Praising God, to be Amen. honest with you, right. yeah. you know, uh, you know, I, I really believe that service in the end is is, is why we're here. Love That's God right. and serve other people. That's right. Right. And and uh, being a teacher, being a public servant is uh, one right. of the ways of doing that. Right. M one of the many ways, I should say. So that's that's really been my approach, and I'm hoping that uh, again I can share my blessings uh, if appointed to the seat uh, to, to the multitudes of others here in the city. Right. Right. So, what was your experience like as a congressman? Oh, I, I ran for Congress. Okay. And that was a heck of an experience. Okay. I'll tell you one thing. I was one of the youngest people running. Uh, I was one. Of the, I was part of that that real millennial movement, mm. you know, progressive movement that brought mm -hmm. people like Alexandria Ocasio Cortez to, right. uh, to office. Yeah. Right. She's and, doing a uh, lot. She's doing a lot. Yeah. So uh, I ran a really on a social justice platform. So okay. I, I believe in uh, things like universal health care. Yeah. Health care is a human right. You know, yes. the United States of America is one of the uh, the few countries out there that doesn't have a uh, a, a, a universal health care system. Right. If you're in Switzerland, right. Japan. I was just in Taiwan uh, two uh, winters ago. Mm -hmm. I was in Korea. They have uh, universal systems now where uh, if, you, if you break a leg, you're not going to go bankrupt. Because right. You got $1,200, $1,500, $2,000 yeah. worth of medical debt. Uh, you know, so again, if you, if you have a cold and if you don't mm -hmm. have any health insurance, 
uh, going down and seeing the doctor right. is not going to cost you anything. So again, I'm I'm a believer in a, in a, in a universal mm-hmm. healthcare system. I believe it's part of our it's it's a, it's a human right. It's a human and, right. And powerful, yeah. great countries like America, which is you know the, the greatest country, country in the, in the world. world. Right. That's right. You know, should uh, afford that to its citizens. So that that was one of my ideas. I believe in education, of course. I think we can do a lot better. You mm-hmm. know, preparing our uh, our our young people here for the 21st century. Uh, and again, one thing that we know in my generation, I know we all millennials here. You know, for the most part. Well, not everybody. Uh, almost <laughs> there, millennials. You know, I know Jay's a strong millennial. He's like right in the middle of that generation. I, I, I guess. <laughs> you know, I don't claim them. It's, okay. it's been uh, it's been polished debt. You know, yes. Uh, it, it's it's really enslaving us in in, in mm-hmm. so many ways. It's you bondage. know, uh, both my brothers are lawyers. My brother is a lawyer. My youngest brother is in uh is in law school out in Louisiana right now. Okay. My youngest sister is in medical school in the University of Oklahoma, and they all are looking at uh, having or or do have college debt. Anywhere yeah. from two hundred and fifty thousand to three hundred thousand dollars. Oh, that hurt my so you soul. Imagine that, you know. Uh, that hurt my I was a little bit lucky. I served in the Marine Corps. I got my GI Bill. I right. got right. scholarship to help help alleviate mm-hmm. that. But I had thousands of dollars worth of college debt as well. So right. you look at like this generation and how it's stopping us from fully investing ourselves in business and buying a home and, right. and getting plugged into the economy. So mm-hmm. there's a lot, those those are sort of things that I, I really uh, stood for. Wow. You know, progressivism. You know, and, and really looking at issues from the perspective of a millennial, a young person in America, and what that means. Okay. See, and and That's great. to give a little background, you know, I do work with Ruben, so I know I know about him. Um, he actually graduated from Rancho. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, now I'm teaching there. It's crazy. And now full he's circle. teaching it full, full circle. circle. What do you teach? I teach history. Oh, okay. yeah, world history. So world I have history. Uh, all tenth graders. Oh, wow. And uh, Jay uh, comes down to my classroom all the time. I see him there. You know, he's, he's one of the bright faces on campus. It's, this man, he ministers 24-7. Yeah. You know, obviously, yeah. the crazy thing is, you know, some of you are new to this. I'm a divinity school graduate. And uh, while I was in a divinity school, they always uh, taught us. They said there's, a, there's this thing called ministry of presence. Mm. Meaning just by being somewhere right. and being present, you, you're ministering Minister. to people. That's mm. the way of uh, extending your pastoral care mm. uh, to the people around you. Amen. In a, in a very indirect but. Direct, direct man, way. Mm-hmm. you know, by simply, uh, you know, a small touch or a smile or a kind word, it right. goes an extremely long way. Right. Or just 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 uh, showing up, mm. walk, walking into a room, waving. Right. You know, showing the kids that you care, that you came into this teacher's classroom. They always say, oh, Mr. J is so cool. <laughs> I'll see coming to other teachers in your classroom, though. You know, right. that, and, you know, and, and uh, Jay does an excellent job of that. Uh, mm. And I, and I, you know, this is before I knew that he was a pastor. And I, then it made sense. Wow. You know, it made Amen. sense because he exudes that, uh, that, that, that presence. That's great. And so, you know, I'm in everybody's classroom, fly on the wall. So <laughs> a lot of people don't realize at the school, I pray for everybody at that school. And I, I think that's another thing that as educators, as people that work in this educational school system we might not be able to have prayer in the school but you should at least if you know god be praying right. for every child every co-worker Amen. in that school while you on there mm-hmm. because prayer changes things Amen. and I'm, I'm i'm serious there's a lot of oh, yeah. there's a lot of kids that god bring my way i don't even know why i'd be like mm-hmm. Do I know you? Hey, Mr. Jake. Whoa, who you? Because, you know, I don't know every kid. There's over right. 3,400 kids at that school. That's it? Yeah, just, just 3,400. It's the biggest school in Nevada, by the way. <laughs> biggest so, the you know, one thing I, I, I just say as us believers, too, especially if you're in education, don't look at it as a job. Look at it as ministry. Mm-hmm. These right. young people go through things that you go through, and this is their early development stage. Mm-hmm where you could catch them and turn them another way right. before it gets too bad. 
you know, a teacher did that for me uh, when I was in high school where I was really out there and things like that. And my choir teacher, out of mm -hmm. all the teachers, my choir teacher really redirected me into mm -hmm. a good path. And you would think, because I was still going to church, mm -hmm. but I still was wilding, you know. But it was crazy that between my choir teacher, who I had the most up respect for, and my football coach, who was my world history teacher, um, had that, I guess, that, that sense of, hey, you need to do better. Mm -hmm. You know, you I, I see what you're doing. You know, you can't stop. You can't sugarcoat or lie when somebody sees what you're doing and and then says, hey, that's not going to work for you right. because you can't say a rebuttal. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. Very true. And it's crazy being now as an adult and an educator in the school. And I know Ruben could to attest this. You can see people's games before they could even right. even try to plan them. You're like you struggling with this, but you you just being, you know, you're lashing out on people. Yeah. And it's because at home, let's be honest, at home, a lot of situations that they're dealing with. Mm -hmm. And who are we to judge on what this child goes through? Right. Mind you, I'm, let me say it again, this child. Mm -hmm. This is right. somebody's child. Right. Despite if they're 16, 15, 17, and even some 18, mm -hmm. you know. And you, I think one thing out of all of the situations, you just got to pray that they go the right path for their education. Right. Because a lot of people just get, I guess you could say, and I'm, I guess I could be brutally honest on my show. I guess I will. So I see too many educators babysitting. I don't see enough teachers. Mm -hmm. And I really think that's the root of the issue. You know, when you babysit, no one learns. Mm -hmm. So no one has respect. When you mm -hmm. teach somebody something, they respect because you're like, you showing me something right. new. You're mm -hmm. investing Absolutely. into me. Right. So a child or a teenager or a middle schooler will look back to you and mm -hmm. give you the most up respect because you're teaching them something. Exactly. But if you're sitting there and you're, and you're so worried about behavior and not teaching, mm -hmm. if you're quick to label and not up, uplift Uplift. a child, mm -hmm. right. it's not going to work. So that's one thing I definitely say I do love while being in the school is because you could be able to minister to these kids and be able to show them a different way mm -hmm. instead of just showing them the systematic way mm -hmm. of what we go to work for. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, that's true because uh, we, we, we work so hard and that's another thing too, you know, uh, the, the pay for teachers, the salary, all the, you know, we, uh, we get paid. I got two master's degrees. I put it out there. I get paid $47,000 a year. Mm -hmm. Got two master's degrees. I can go anywhere out there and make a lot more. Right. You know, and uh, the, the working conditions are difficult. You know, Jay knows this. You know, I have class sizes. This is my the smallest I've had in all six years that I've been teaching now. And I, and I uh, average about 41, 42. Wow. Right. You know, and I usually have wow. more than that. So, uh, how do you even fit 42 desks? Okay. In but let me make go. I'm going I'm to I'm represent the support staff. <laughs> Represent the support staff because he's a because he because if you didn't know Mr. Marcos in the building he's a bus driver and he's a support staff too. That's right. So Shout he knows the struggle. So go ahead. I just wanted to first say, and the support staff is even because one thing that people don't realize is this: without support staff, you have no school. Mm -hmm. Kids right. don't get to school. Yep. Oh yeah. Computers Amen. don't work. Right. Food don't, don't get, get served. served. Yeah, kids don't stay. <laughs> hey, kids don't stay in class because mm -hmm. security comp. So it's 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 not just a a, a a one area issue. 
the whole district is Very there's true. a there's an issue. Like a chain on the bike, right? Because messed up, it's because all messed up. Exactly. because the teachers are struggling with what they're dealing with. You know, the whole district is dealing with freezes and things mm-hmm. that we we go through on the uh, on the normal. You know, people not getting their step raises and mm-hmm. things like that, mm-hmm. and it needs to be a change because right. we sacrifice a lot, mm-hmm. lot of time. You know, especially us that really get vested. You know, I'm a, I was, you know, like how I met Marcos that's in the studio today. Um, I was a bus driver and a football coach, mm-hmm. so I spent a lot of time with kids. Then I went to the I, I went to the private sector because I got tired of that. My pay wasn't good. Yeah. So I'm in IT. So I go to IT and make fifty, sixty thousand easy mm-hmm. without a degree. Throw that out there. Right. So then I went to the public sector and I was like, eh. And I left the public sector and, and went back to the school district because my heart go for those kids. Yeah. Right. You know, and that's a lot why of we do the, it in the end. That's right. Yeah. It, that's there's yeah. a lot of times where teachers, coaches, Everybody that work at the school district be like, if it wasn't for the kids, I probably wouldn't be here. Oh yeah, yep. because there's too oh, many yeah. struggles that and too much dumb stuff to deal with, mm-hmm. just for the basic things. Mm-hmm. You know, because we all have families, we all have a household to support too, and I think the one thing that you can't get back <laughs> is the number one thing is time. Mm-hmm. Right, and we spend a lot of time, mm-hmm. even if it's not paid time mm-hmm. right. we we get more I, ious in the school district than anywhere else yeah. Yeah, that's, that's very true and i think that goes back to you know hearkening you know this is a, this is the uh, anointed radio right right that uh that teaching you know is one of those careers it's not a, really a profession it, it's a vocation it's a vocation it's a, vocation, it's a calling yeah. you know it's something it that you do yeah. everybody can't be yeah you know like the words no. say many are called but few are chosen right mm-hmm. you know everybody is could you could like i could say you could get a degree in and teaching but you know when it's for you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Because I, I've seen it with my own kids. You know, uh, there's great teachers that really help. Then there's, like I said, my comparison, babysitters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really it. But one thing I could say going on to that is now that you're about to go into Senate, what's some of the Hopefully, things? I got my fingers crossed. I, I'm speaking no, this into it. We're going to speak that into existence. You're right. You're We're right. believing it. We're already going to speak that into existence. So going for Senate, what would be some of the things that you want to implement here in Las Vegas? Of course, you know, one of my big uh, crux issues is education. Right. You know, uh, we just got done uh, having this, this real competitive gubernatorial race. And, you know, we have a governor now, uh, Steve Sisolak, who's made education his number one priority. Shout right. out, Random, Steve yeah, Sisolak. Ran, governor. Ran, Steve. Governor, yeah, governor. Yeah. So uh, he's, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. This is the guy who now said, this is another reason why I was out there knocking on doors for him myself, you know, <laughs> co- uh, you know, getting kids out volunteering mm-hmm. for his campaign and everything. He's saying he's not going to take a uh, wage. He's not going to take any pay until teachers get paid. Mm. You know, and for somebody who myself, I I've never seen a raise. That's what made me vote for him. (laughs) For real. You know, saying something like that, that is is deep. It's powerful. Right. You know, so, uh, you know, I'm I'm hoping that uh, I can also be a part of that, that that push to, you know, get that uh, dedicated uh, funding formula. That's what we're looking for. A stream of money is now from the state directly into education. And and, and that's the only place it's going to go. So Mm. it can't be diverted into other areas. That usually does happen. That happens a lot. It just happened with the marijuana money because, you know, a a, a profit of the marijuana money, and and it's crazy, all this money that is going around, marijuana money, the casino money, and all this, but you would think we would have the top-notch (laughs) NASA-approved schools in Las Vegas (laughs) with how much millions that they make out here. Mm -hmm. 
and it's not the fact. No. It's because not. That's because it's a process. Because I know when I uh, visited uh, Denver, Colorado, uh, about six years, five years ago, they uh, somebody had told me that all school lunches for the next 20 years is paid for mm-hmm. mm. off of medical marijuana uh, taxes. Wow. So, but... In that aspect, they was five years into the game. We're only two years into the game. Two, right. About to be three in January. Mm. So it's going to take time to, to see that money trickle down. But once we get Ruben in office, we ain't going to have nothing <laughs> hey. to worry about. Hey, I'm glad that telling? he mentioned <laughs> the, the school lunches uh, thing. That's, that's another big thing that uh, an issue, really, that I'm very much concerned about is food insecurity. Right. You know, our zip code, 89101, the one that uh, uh, Jay and I work in, is the poorest zip code in Nevada, right, right. adjacent to us, 89106. Wow. Time out. Time out. So the poorest school got the most kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I didn't even think yeah, about that. Right. Yeah. Well, You're right true. about that. In the poorest zip code in terms of per wow. capita income. And then right over uh, to us, uh, the uh, zip code adjacent to us, uh, to the uh, west, 89106, that's the hungriest zip code. Wow. So that part of the, the, the city that we're working, it's a very small area. You know, these issues, mm-hmm. you know, uh, matter. Food insecurity is a huge deal. The school right. district is the largest provider of uh, meals, of foods uh, mm. in, in this state. Yeah. You know, uh, so again, we have, a, I think, greater means of uh, feeding the children. Right. There's other groups out there. Three Square is a, is a great organization, a food bank, you know, that makes sure that they have a, uh, a meal, you know, at, at home. When they go home in the evenings and during the summertime, but we can do a lot better. You know, right. mm-hmm. you know that's another thing, too, in a country as great as, the, as America, right. you know, uh, folks going hungry, going, you know, starving. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's not a good look, and we can do things about that. Right. right. So that's something else that I, w- that I also want to address. While I'm and, up there. and, you know, one thing that I guess you could say, and why I pray the most for these kids, is that these kids go to school where there's a cemetery across the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, homeless. there's homeless. So they automatically wake up and see defeat. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody, actually, Ian just said, you're, when you see failure everywhere mm-hmm. in, 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 in your life, you become a product of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you get that negativity start being a product of it. And these kids got to walk through school, walk past all this before mm-hmm. they even get in class. There's hundreds and, that actually walk through the cemetery on the way to school. Right. Yeah. You know? And just think about it. And then they get to class for a teacher to come at them sideways. Right. See, a lot of people could see it from the teacher's side, but I see it from I see it from both. Because some kids, they are in the wrong. I'm not saying kids should just be able to talk to adults because I have an mm-hmm. issue um, that they know at the school that I don't like cussing like kids cussing at adults i've never was raised that way so that's one thing i do check kids on especially because then my coach side comes out but i really do believe we got to start looking at people as people you know and instead of taking a job just for the money realize what the responsibility that you have because you're dealing with people's lives not dealing with people as numbers Mm -hmm. you know you you're, you're really feeding into people's lives whatever the good or bad that you might be doing you're still feeding Feeding into that life and you have to be really careful what you're feeding into that person because Mm -hmm. it could affect them for the rest of their life right we don't know the little the little imprints that people take from your conversations Mm -hmm. you know you could say a whole lot of things and they would just remember one thing like you can't do it you're like you can't do this if you keep doing what you're doing that all they can remember is i can't, can't do, do it, it. Mm-hmm. that's just as a small example mm-hmm. but if you if you look at it like that pray for these kids you know uh, another thing that we have to pray for these kids is that they bring guns to school mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So knives they, knives yeah. and all kind of things and that's a huge issue now you know right. I'm, I'm actually on the superintendent's task force for school safety we're actually putting our recommendations out on 
December 1st to the uh, superintendent as to what we need mm. in terms of keeping our schools safe. And one, one of the things that preempted this uh, was, of course, the school shootings, which have become an, a real epidemic <clears throat> right. across this country. And the other fact is that, you know, we've had some serious issues with the guns on campus. We even had a, a killing on campus this right. year. Wow. The last time something like this happened was in 1990 down uh, mm. at El Dorado High School where you, where you actually have a shooting within school grounds. Mm-hmm. And this is something that's, that's taken place within the last, uh, you know, several weeks. Few, uh, about right when school opened. Yeah, over Canyon Springs. That's Canyon a tragedy yeah. Yeah, to, uh, to, to have a kid, you know, a student killed on campus. Yeah. So it's a huge deal, you know. Uh, and it affects people that work at the school, especially because mm-hmm. you deal with these kids every day. And I couldn't imagine right. knowing a kid, mm-hmm. seeing him every day, because you see these kids mm-hmm. yep. more than your own kids. Yep, that's true. And then to find out that he passed or she passed yeah. because of some silliness because most of the time it's silliness yeah oh yeah so yeah yeah you just gotta pray over and in, all uh, that north las vegas is a lot of shooting with youth involved right oh now. yeah yeah Teenagers right. right now yeah. going on i remember seeing that on the news uh before i went to california and it's just tragedy it's like uh a four-year-old was shot mm-hmm. a 12-year-old the 11-year-old there was another student from a uh, legacy high school i believe killed at a convenience store yeah we had her, her his uh sister went to rancho Wow. You know, so, I mean, this is something that's really affecting these people. There's been a spike. I remember when I was growing up, because I grew up in North Town, too, right there, Civic Center, Lake Mead, Winter Rancho High School. Mm-hmm. There was, there was, there was, it was going down back then. Right. But then there was a little bit of a decline, and then all of a sudden this spike, mm. you know, over the last uh, few years. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, the questions are what's causing it, you know, where is this coming from, and how can we uh, keep our kids safe at least uh, while they're on our school campuses? Well, well you know, right. one thing I got to say, I'm going to just say it. Because it's my show, because I can say what I want to say. So what I wanted to say was, is because there's no morals no more. Everybody could be whatever you could be, and no one, no one has to know what's, what, what is right and what's wrong. Mm-hmm. A lot of these kids don't know what that is. Right, wrong, morals, mm-hmm. standard, mm-hmm. establishment. Mm-hmm. What is that? That's what kids mm-hmm. don't know nowadays. So it's easy to think about, because really think about it. When I was a kid, I grew up. In the early 90s, and then in the early 2000s, I was in high school. When Columbine happened, you thought that was just in those areas that was not in the poverty areas, Mm -hmm. as we could say, Mm -hmm. the urban poverty Mm -hmm. areas. Mm -hmm. So you didn't trip about that. Mm -hmm. Even though you saw shootings and all that kind of stuff, maybe around your house Mm -hmm. or something like that. But one thing I, I could just say is that there's no more standard no more. There's no more morals anymore and i'm not saying oh uh, certain people have to live with no i'm saying this you know what's right and what's wrong a lot of people don't know what's right and what's wrong and then they sit there and be like what what do you mean just like bringing a gun to school mm-hmm. they see it on social media they think it's funny they think mm-hmm. it's trolling they think all this standard because people have made it famous to be somebody that's yep. not favorable in society mm-hmm. right no one's made them a model student they look at Instagram and they look at uh, social media people that do trolling all day. Mm-hmm. They look at all this trolling and they think that's a standard of life. Like if you don't have a rap deal or if you're not a superstar, that that's going to make you uh, make something of you in life. And it's mm-hmm. not. And I'm going to say that today on my show right now. If you think trolling and all the stuff you see on social media is going to get you somewhere, it's not. There you go. It's really not. You got to first of all have a standard mm-hmm. and establishment because if you don't have those two things you what do you have nothing right. there was really literally you know 
It was literally, I had this, I, I was doing mock interviews at Rancho, and a kid told me, I want to be a YouTuber. Mm. I was like, okay, my kids are YouTubers. So I was like, you just, you opened a door that you probably shouldn't want to open, so I'm going to ask you, so what are you doing to prepare yourself for YouTube? Uh, you know, I'm just making videos. Okay, what is your audience? What are your videos about? I just do videos. Kids have unrealistic aspects now, mm-hmm. you know, and it was crazy that people was talking about, if you think about it, um, how back in the 60s and the 70s, you could be able to come out with a trade. And as long as you have that skill, you always can put food on your table. Right. You have a middle class lifestyle. Right. Is there right. shops and schools and metal welding? And <laughs> Hardly. Nope. Cut, they've cut back, they've cut back dr- well, dramatically. They were cutting back the funding when I was in high school. Yeah. Right. Wood shop and auto shop. Yeah. yeah. There's actually yeah. a push to actually get that back in uh, into the curriculum. That's what we mm. need because a lot of kids have a talent. They, you know, you might not be book smart. But you might have you work might with be, your hands well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You might be able to read a tape measure like no other. Yeah. Right. And that's the right. way of getting paid in Vegas. Yeah. Where well, we constantly growing, building skyscrapers. Constantly. Exactly. Man, if you if you get in uh Havac, you 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 good. Because right. AC is just because oh, yeah, 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 yeah. oh, if you get heating and yeah. AC, that's you right. you making a killing here in Vegas. Mm-hmm. They used to teach that in high school in the 60s. That's right. crazy. That's that's the thing that gets me is that we're missing out on the basics mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. school. And I think that's something that should be an initiative to bring back to school. And let me throw this out here too because I have, to, I, I have I know somebody that's going to be in my ear if I don't say it. We don't have the programs like Year Up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Had to throw that out there because they've been on on show. And I know Jay Banfield would hear this show and wanted to say this while, you know, we have our future senator on the on the show that we need programs like Year Up, right? That teaches IT skills, mm-hmm. which made a difference in my life, mm-hmm. you know. And they have programs that we have not asked to come to Las Vegas, mm-hmm. right? That's the thing that I'm saying is mm-hmm. that as as what I address to all politicians what, what that's are- here in Las Vegas. For us to start acquiring these different programs. Yeah. That right. if you see a model, and I know y'all hear about them, you know, it, the programs in California, the programs in, in the East Coast, the programs in Florida and Texas. Let's start bringing this stuff. Mm-hmm. We're a collective anyway. Las Vegas is a mesh, is mm-hmm. a, 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 is a, a melting pot. Mm-hmm. Let's start bringing these different resources that we're right. used to yeah. yep. that from our different areas. You know, I come from California where education is key, mm-hmm. you know, where no kid left behind was created. Mm-hmm. So it is, we have to start asking more programs mm-hmm. that is for kids after school. Because I'm, I'm telling you, right now, when I first came to Vegas, I, I was told that kids didn't have much. unless If you didn't go to college, you didn't have much options. Mm-hmm. The strip, yeah, retail, mm-hmm. fast food, mm-hmm. no skills, really. That's really it. Mm-hmm. Valet, back in the, I guess back in my high school days, valet was the six-figure income you could make. Mm-hmm. just coming out of high school yeah, so yeah. kids was like oh i don't need to go do yeah, nothing that's true but then when the recession hit people getting laid off and kicked out so it's just that we have to start building these skills and building more things in the community right for this but one thing i wanted to just go into and then we're going to go into our last into our last little segment um is so other than education mm-hmm. As a veteran, mm-hmm. 
what would you implement for veterans? Oh, that's, I'm glad you asked that question. Yeah, that, actually, that's <laughs> yeah. that's what I wanted because, to ask. Uh, him as I have, well. I, you know, I am a veteran. Served in the Iraq War. I was actually wounded out there. Got shot to the arm by a sniper. Uh, mm-hmm. Got a, got a Purple Heart. And uh, there's this is one bill. It's kind of like a, a pet project of mine that I've been like trying to you know put out there for a while. And I've talked to legislators here for a long time. You know, since at least going back to the 2014 about having a uh, making Nevada a Purple Heart state. Mm-hmm. And, and a Purple Heart state, again, is uh, recognizing the sacrifice made by a lot of wounded veterans. Mm-hmm. Uh, many states, Texas, North Dakota, these are some examples, uh, are states where if you have a Purple Heart and uh, you've received a Purple Heart, you get your, ed- you get your education paid for, college mm-hmm. education I'm talking about. But not just that, your kids and in some cases your grandkids also get this benefit. Right. So I'm saying They have it in California they as have well. That, yeah. So in many they states have in North Carolina. North too. Carolina, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, North Carolina is a very veteran-friendly state. So uh, the idea here is that if, if somebody's willing to make that much of a sacrifice, that have sacrificed so much, I'm, I mean, I, I can't use my hand anymore. I'm at 22, I lost use of my, uh, of my left, mm. left arm because of the, of the bullet ripping through, through the, uh, my arm here. Uh, you know, but there's some who are even worse than me. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm good. I can walk around. I, right. I make a joke and say I can hold a soda can or something else on the weekend, you know. I'm good. <laughs> you know, but uh, so many of my, uh, you know, uh, colleagues really at the hospital that I was uh, yeah. covering had legs blown off. Mm-hmm. Uh, arms uh, missing, uh, mm-hmm. you know, all kinds of, uh, uh, you know, uh, disabilities. TBIs. TBIs. Uh, uh, P- shredded PTS, metal. Shredded metal. Skin. Shrapnel. Yeah, yeah. Very, you know, just, uh, you know, just difficult to phantom uh, sort of uh, injuries that you get from uh, explosions and being shot. Uh, so uh, that's one way I think of that we can actually, uh, you know, uh, again, uh, look at the crux between education and, 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 uh, and veterans' uh, issues. And, and put it out, it's a good thing. Right. It's not, I don't think it's going to cost the state uh, as much as uh, what a lot of folks are saying. But right. on the same token, this is a long-term investment now, not just right. vet, veterans, but the families of veterans uh, as well. Yeah, because one thing I could tell you is that as me, as a veteran, I looked at the benefits of the states I go into. Mm-hmm. And Las Vegas was on the number one because there was a lot of, for what I have, um, help for mm-hmm. me, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and that, that is something that I do look at. So if I look at it, I know there's a lot of veterans before they move right. or get out of the military, mm-hmm. they look and say, okay, what benefits mm-hmm. is, you know, mm-hmm. is there for me? Right. You know, I'm, I'm getting out, I'm at boarding out or, um, I'm, I'm, I, I'm retiring. Mm-hmm. What is good for me mm-hmm. in this state? Mm-hmm. You know, and there's great programs here in Las Vegas, you know, from the property tax to yeah. the free, uh, national parks and things like that. But there is some that are lacking that yeah. we could say that we could add more, especially for the transition, mm-hmm. because I think that's the most hardest thing to go through is soldiers transitioning yep. from uh, military to civilian. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you still don't think like civilian, still think like you're still in the military. But mm-hmm. now you have to deal with adjusting and going through what you're going through. Yeah, that's when I was running for Congress, which is, you know, dealing more with federal issues. That's one thing that I did put out there. You know, we have this TAPS program, to, uh, Transition Assistance Program, it's called. Mm-hmm. And it's only, it's a, it's a few days. It's mm-hmm. like three days. It was Mine was, a, was, was three days in Marine Corps. I think it needs to be extended out to maybe two weeks or three weeks. Right. Because uh, Jay will tell you, you know, when you win there, they got you. You, you, they, they make you go to those classes, make you sign up for, yeah. you know, uh, career counseling, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And and it's only three days. Yeah, it's only three days. But if you extend it out and uh, yeah. have like a, a, a greater, it's only three weeks out of a four-year contract. You right, know, right. You actually help that uh, that, that soon-to-be veteran now. Learn how to write, you know, because uh, I think you, what they do is they, act, and even if they can't do it from that standpoint of federally, mm-hmm. having programs that people could be received to. Mm-hmm. 
you know i've always thought it'd be a great program that uh, a veteran could get out the military and go straight into a field where they train you and these all veterans train you maybe on your mos mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. uh go from there and intern somewhere mm-hmm. and then it's be an easy transition, transition. instead of the yeah. the veterans coming out and be like what's next and yeah. struggling yeah. And, right. and, and and don't know what to do because i went through that and it sucked and yeah. i had three kids and a wife mm-hmm. right you know we went from being in a house on base to being in a single bedroom mm-hmm. yeah you know that takes a toll on a veteran and i look at the veterans that's coming out and things like that and mm-hmm. you able to as a, as a first of all as a man you're able to provide for your family and then not to be able to provide at the capability that you were doing right. it takes a toll on you mm-hmm. and yet you were 88 mike right in, uh, in the army no i was a 91 bravo i fixed all vehicles okay light wheel vehicles bradley's which I should have never fixed, but that was on <laughs> but, the job training. Yeah, but Motor Trans, you know, I was yeah. a truck driver, you know, so we have logistics, transportation. Mm-hmm. But I was a forced, I was I was voluntold to be an 88 Mike sometimes yeah. because <laughs> I had to be driving in the field or driving mm-hmm. people around to get all, all kind of stuff, you know. You get voluntold to do things. Mm-hmm. But how cool would it be to actually have a, you know, have your military driver's license, which is a commercial driver's license, transfer automatically? Man, let me tell you about that. Cause I want. I'm glad you said that. Cause I, I had to go through both. I went through military driving where I drove big rigs in the military. I I drove the the big big rig that carried the uh, the Abram tank. Yeah. I drove every vehicle in the military because as a mechanic you are required yep. for your job yep. to know how to drive every vehicle. And I had to still come out and I I only have my B which it should be my A, but mm-hmm. I only have my B in commercial license only due to CCSD. And mm-hmm. I only did it through CCSD because they was paying for it at the time. Mm-hmm. And they still have, they ain't paying for this, but I'm going to go ahead and sponsor it. They still have, if you're looking for a job at CCSD, they're paying for a two-week training and they'll pay for your commercial license for you to become a CCSD bus driver. Yes, please. So there's <laughs> lots of routes. There's lots of jobs. They'll pay for your training from your permit all the way down to your behind the wheel when you get your commercial license. Mm-hmm. I did it, so it's real. So go ahead and check it out. And I believe that if you're looking for a job, CCSD is hiring for bus drivers year-round. Bus drivers is a very high turnaround because some people have it, some people don't. It mm-hmm. does take a certain skill to take care of these yeah. children while right. you're driving. While you're driving. While you're driving. Well. So, right. yes, but it definitely do not get discouraged. It is definitely... A very, very fulfilling job. Um, you get to know a lot of children, as we just said. So, yeah, definitely. I, I didn't mean for this to be a CCSD commercial, but there you go. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just throw that out there. Since we, we all CCSD in here and just wanted to throw that out because I know there's a lot of people that I tell. And I'm like, man, that's the gateway door open. You know, you might not want to be a, a bus driver. You might want to work at the school like I did. Mm-hmm. be honest i started off as a bus driver. Now I'm doing my actual field because my field wasn't open in computers at the schools yep and we will greatly appreciate your nine months there mm-hmm. definitely yeah your nine right. or 12 or 11 months of bus driving and it's split shift so just think about it get up early in the morning drop the kids off go home mm-hmm. i was home i'm gonna tell y'all my schedule because it was dope it was i had to clean i get up at four get to the bus yard by five be on my bus leave the yard by five fifteen. have everybody dropped off by seven that's right mm-hmm. and i had to drive to valley Desert Pines, Rancho, and then I dropped off all the kids I picked up at Bridger. And then I had to drive all the way back from North Fifth all the way to St. Rose by the M. 
to drop mm-hmm. off my bus. And I still was home by 8 o'clock. But yeah, I wasn't but out of was, that yard. He wasn't out of that yard. I left Cheyenne. And yeah. I was at the Wallace yard. Shout that was, out to Cheyenne, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> hey, Cheyenne is one of the littest, That's best... Right places ever it just was too far for me i know we got got a couple (laughs) listeners uh listening up to the podcast right i'm just gonna throw that out there cheyenne is definitely um for me and uh, my toa shout out oh shout out to my uh one of my teachers jessica oh yeah yeah who was my teacher and worked at cheyenne so when i got finished at cheyenne bus yard i had my teacher there so it was pretty dope so Shout out to that. But if you're looking for a job, CCSD is always hiring. You can put teachvegas.net and, um, or teachvegas at Google, and you can see a lot of jobs. Um, definitely, I, I ask all the prayer warriors that's listening under the sound of my voice, let's pray for Mr. Ruben DeSilva, the yes. next Senator Ruben yes. DeSilva. We Amen. definitely want to pray over him so that he could be able to make it into office Amen. and do a change, which we, we very need, you know. And um, on the other side of that is, what? Where can people find you? Let's go ahead and leave oh, yeah, leave you, that, you, and then we'll end. You can end find me that. on Facebook, Ruben De Silva. My name is have an E in my name, so it's R E U B E N D apostrophe S I L V A. Ruben De Silva. I have a face. I have a, do have a Facebook page. I have three personal pages. You know, they, they max you at five thousand, so you're gonna get another page every time you do that. So Facebook they change that by the way. And also Instagram, same thing. Ruben De Silva, all one. Uh, you know. Uh, Word there, R E U B E N D S I L V A, and those are the best ways to get it. I mean, they do have a website up, www.desilvaforcongress.com, uh, but that's been changed to uh, uh, com. All right. And another thing I want to just say is um, for Ruben, because he forgot to say it, but I was at one of his meetings that he that he, he, he invited me to. Shout outs to the Urban Las Vegas Urban League Young Professionals. That's oh. great. Yes. There you go. <laughs> I knew if I gave him the starter, he'll remember. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hopefully, one day we could get them onto, onto the show and yeah. have them talk about their initiatives in the that, community. Let's, yeah, let's make that happen. We have another event coming up on December fifteenth. Don't have a location uh, uh, down yet. We should be making that announcement here soon. But our conversation is going to pertain to uh, the uh, so, uh, criminal justice system in Southern Nevada. Okay. So okay. Open conversation about that that topic. All right, and then um, other than that. I think that's it. I just want to thank you. Like I say to every guest, um, as I said to every guest, your family, mm-hmm. we're here for you. Well, you've got to come back after you win. Oh, you've yeah. got to come back and tell yeah. us all about of course. it. Of course. I'm going to wait on Jay's invitation here. Oh, you ain't got to wait. Oh, yeah, you just, just, just show up. You ain't got to just show up. <laughs> oh, like, right. hey, hey, if you get Cindy, you can walk up in here during broadcast. <laughs> like, hey, what's up, Ruben? Oh, you got Cindy? Hey, 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 excuse we'll me. Talk to you. Oh, we we <laughs> got to get him on the mic. So um, definitely, yeah, um, we appreciate you. Thank you for coming Thank in. You Thank so you for everything much. that you're doing because you're doing a phenomenal job um, in the community, in the school district, and as a veteran, you you representing of what you could do after service. So I definitely appreciate you for that. You're my coworker, so, you know, you're my road dog. I'll see you at work oh, yeah. on Monday. Yes, sir. And um, other than that, it's about that time. What time? We got to get off, but you don't have to have it stop. Why not? Because at 11 o'clock, we're at Rancho High School, which we've been talking about this whole time, so I hope you was listening. What time? At 11 o'clock. What's going on? And the door is open at 1030. We're going to have a word 
Um, we're going to have Judah Family Community Church where we'll be having a word and church service there at Rancho High School in the theater. Um, and we're going to be talking about being thankful for the experience. Mm-hmm. Being thankful for the experience. Um, so definitely come check us out. Other than that, I'm Pastor Jay. You can find me at Instagram at official underscore Jaylon, J-A-Y-L-O-N dot Calhoun, C-A-L-H-O-U-N. Go ahead and follow me. I need that blue check mark. And they kind of came at me sideways about my blue check mark. So go ahead and follow me, y'all. It's a personal promise. Y'all follow me. I shout y'all out. Yep. <laughs> I just thought about that. Y'all follow me. I'll shout you out on the radio. <laughs> Throw that out there. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead and make sure you go follow uh, Anointed Radio on LV, Anointed Radio. Um, we're on YouTube at Anointed Radio, all different podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, Apple Apple Podcasts, all this. If you did not, if you if you, if you're just tuning in, make sure you go follow it so that you could go ahead and make sure that subscribe button is pushed. Give us a good rating right now on Apple Podcasts. We rated five stores. Boop, boop. Oh, nice. In that order. In that order. So go ahead and uh, check it out. Uh, follow. Go rate. And remember. Common sense is not common. So don't expect people to treat you the way that you treat them. Mm. And this is Lady AJ reminding everyone that the only way out is through. And this is Coach Hill. You can find me on Instagram at 910Coach. And remember, patience is a talent that a lot of people don't have. And how can I expect people to be loyal to me if they wasn't loyal to God? Mm. Amen. DJ Mike, you got some? Just happy to be a part of the team. Amen. Glad to have you here. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all next week. We're going to play out some music. It's a new season. And it's a new day. Fresh anointing. Not the old stuff. Not the old stuff. Fresh anointing. Somebody say, this is fresh. It's blowing my way. Right now, right now, it's a season of power. Let the weak say I am strong. And prosperity. Let the poor say I am rich. Oh, it's a new season. Coming to me. Lift your voices and say,
children walk in victory. It's so available to you right now. Just taste their tea. It's a new season. A new horizon and no greater time for us to make a choice. Take a stand. All that we need is resting in his hand.